Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different. Different. This is NOCO FM. Welcome to Connecting a Better World, where we spend time meeting some of the most incredible human beings who make this world a better place. We will learn how each individual took their ideas, mission, and purpose to create and serve others in business and organizations that surround social good, social entrepreneurship, and social impact, and find out how we, together, can further connect others to help. I am your host, Dr. Natalie Phillips. Today, we will be talking with Logan Wells, co-founder and care chief of CareZare. Watching his parents and aunt take on the monumental task of caring for his grandmother after she was diagnosed with dementia triggered an entrepreneurial spark in Logan, who is the brains behind CareZare and created the CareZare app as a high school sophomore. Family caregivers are a mainstay of healthcare in the United States, with 40 million unpaid caregivers contributing an average of 20 hours per week in care. Logan realized he could make a difference in the world of caregiving and developed a business around it, and he quickly engaged his family to help make it happen. The CareZare app is a free app that empowers caregivers to stay on top of caring for their loved ones and shift caregiving from a solo burden to a team-driven approach involving other family and friends, professional caregivers, and outside services. Welcome, Logan, to To The Show. Um, this I'm super excited to have you here and, and to learn a little bit more about the CareZare app. And I'm so excited. Okay, but first of all, like, wow, people. Okay, so he's... He's 20 years old. He developed this app when he was 15 years old in high school. So Logan, tell me a little bit more, all the way from Lexington, Massachusetts, tell me more about who you are and what gave you this spark and idea to create something like this. Yeah, so I started working on the app five years ago, but really the story goes further than that. It goes back to when my grandmother was first diagnosed with dementia and started showing um memory problems. Uh, she's, well, both her and my grandpa, who unfortunately passed a few years before she was diagnosed, uh, were really a central part of me growing up. Every Thursday, you know, my sister and my brother and I would go to their house and we would have ice cream Sundays and we'd play board games and chess and all the, and it was awesome. It was, um, they're just really supportive of us. And then unfortunately, uh, you know, when I was 12, 13 is when we started to really notice uh, her memory declining um, along with other parts of her day-to-day life. And it was hard to see someone who I love so much and who really cared for me um, deteriorate, uh, especially mentally. It was really hard to see that because she, of course, looked normal. And it was kind of weird to see how even though someone looks all right, they might not be all right on, on the inside. Um, so I really just wanted to help my parents in the best way I could. And I didn't really have any way to help them. Uh, I was obviously being a preteen and turning into a teen, I was more of a burden than a help. Um, you know, and I couldn't really participate in the caregiving process at that time because especially when she went further um, gone down the line. But after I had the idea of 
after observing all the different ways and problems uh, the caregivers had, such as ensuring that she took her medication, ensuring everyone was on the same page, because we had around, what, four or five caregivers at any given time, along with all of our family members who wanted to stay in the loop on how my grandmother was doing. Uh, so I had the idea of what if we put all this information in one place on your phones, and that would solve a lot of problems. And at the time, I had no idea how to program. It was kind of a big, um, it was kind of a more of an ambitious move because, and I didn't really realize what I was getting myself into. So I started, you know, searching online on YouTube how to program, uh, really any way I could learn how to make this app. And after months, I kind of had a small like draft version. And I would meet with caregivers. I would meet with my parents on how to make it so I could actually help them. And the process ended up taking years, just trying to get the first version out um, to help my grandmother. And but at the end, we had a really helpful product. Yeah. And so, as time. Okay, so like back up. So you're you're 15 years old because I have a 15 year old right now, and I'm just like blown away. And and you. So, so you had to kind of teach yourself a little bit how to code and how to do all of that and uh, develop the app? Or were you always sort of interested in this technology side, like even through high school? Um, honestly, not that I'm not interested in technology. I love technology. It really was, how do I help my grandmother? And then after I find a route, no matter what way it is, I'm going to try to dive into it. Um, and I really, the programming at first was challenging. But then um, it became easier over time. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. What did you say? The programming was challenging and... It, uh, it became easier over time, which was good. Uh, uh, There's definitely a learning curve. Okay. Okay. But I mean, it takes... You said it was like about a year before, after you kind of gathered the information, you talked to different caregivers. Okay. There's a lot of 15-year-olds that would give up. So... Were you always this kind of tenacious? Like, what did your parents say? Were you always this type of person? Like you said, once you kind of started going on something that you just continued to get to that point, no matter what it took. Yeah, I think it was. Well, an important note is that my grandmother, uh, she's, she, lives, she lived in the same town as me. Uh, she was five minutes away. So every single day I would experience um, the hardships of my parents or I'd see my grandmother. So if I ever kind of was like, and there were definitely times when I thought I was in over my head. It was pretty, um, pretty soon after I realized again how tough, how tough it was for my family and the impacts. And it just kept me going. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about how you developed the app. Because I think that that's really interesting as well. I mean, what did you have to do to start getting this developed? Did you have an investor? You know, walk me through some of the different processes that you had to, that you had to do to develop this. Yeah. Well, initially it was really just, just me and the uh, really computer and learning how to, you know, kind of drafts, like how to make the, like a very simple, I'm not going to, I'm not like a coding, like, Phenom or anything like it was a very extremely basic app on how to like track information, how to um, log information for my grandmother, and then we realized, or I realized more about how many people um, have been impacted by whether it be Alzheimer's or just caregiving in general. There are 45 million caregivers in the United States, uh, many of whom are unpaid. And after understanding that so many people I talked to experience the same issues, I wanted to help more people. 
Mm-hmm. So that's when I really was over my head um, when it, in terms of helping, you know, changing from helping one team to um, hundreds or thousands. So what we did is we put in, I put, I put it all in really most of my money in this thing, whether it be if I'm working side jobs, but um, you know, my parents put a little money in and we kind of met with um, a developer duo team, a father and son who also have caregiving experience um, out from Arizona who kind of worked on the database and making it so the simple app I made, which was great for one person, could scale to help, you know, thousands of families. Yeah. Did you have any hesitation or fears when you started this? Um, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, it was just, yeah, it just felt very over my head and kind of like, it was hard enough kind of to, you know, feel my, like, realize how hard it was for my family to take care of my grandmother mm-hmm. and then trying to make it so we can create an app that's helpful to everyone. That felt like kind of um, a big goal. Mm-hmm. But that's where I kind of networked and reached out to uh, caregivers, whether they're caregivers of children, whether they're assisted living facilities or nursing homes. And I'll meet one-on-one or maybe in one case, actually, with the assisted living facility, I met with the CEO and then a bunch of um, caregivers, and they could all give me feedback on the app yeah. and do a walkthrough. It was yeah. great. So it was you had awesome. beta sites then maybe or some beta testing that yeah. as you kind of skeletoned it out here, you had them try it out. Is that right? That's exactly what it was. It, awesome. it, it, was, it was beta testing. Yeah, even yeah. though in the moment it was, it didn't. Yeah, you didn't know, but that's yeah. what it's called. It's called beta testing. Yeah, so now you can use that. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. what, yeah, what other kind of support did you have? I mean, it sounds like your parents, your family, they were very, um, you know, wrapped up in taking care of your grandmother. Um, you had a brother and a sister. I don't know where they fall in age to you, but um, yeah. what kind of support did you have? Did you have friends? I mean, how big is your town? Were you able to start kind of just in some of the different care facilities in town and then kind of branched out? How did that work? Yeah, well, so I met with um, with care facilities, you know, and, and caregivers, but I, we actually ended up only pursuing family caregivers. So, um, for example, if you have uh, if you're caring for someone who lives in their house, and uh, kind of managing the care with all the caregivers and all the family members, so everyone stays on the same page, and we've kind of kind of wanted to hit that home, and that's what we've been working on for years. But um, we do in the future we do plan on reaching out to uh, and being incorporated by living facilities and nursing yeah. homes, um, which is awesome. But as concerning support, I would say the internet was a wonderful tool. Um, cause a lot of the support I needed was, I, so, um, I could just Google or, you know, get videos online on whether it be, um, or read books on how to run a business, um, you know, whether it be project management uh, and definitely mm-hmm. programming cause I wanted to understand the ins and outs mm-hmm. of the app. And my family has been, also been a major support part. Um, I actually have a twin brother. I'm two minutes older than him and I have an older sister and they've been in, they've been nothing but great, um, in terms of supporting me. And if I ever doubt myself, you know, believing in me, which has been great. 
That's awesome. What do you, did you have a role model? Like what inspired you to want to give back in this way? I mean, you could have had the thought and it could have just went right out the door, right? But did you have some kind of role model? Is your family kind of wrapped in always trying to look for an opportunity to give back or to create something and just run with it? Yeah, well, it really was my parents who were my role models. Uh, just, you know, it was kind of, I kind of repeated a lot of the stuff they did. I see they're really selfless. Uh, my mom's the person, if, you know, if there's a sick uh, coworker, or, you know, she'll always cook dinner for him and deliver it. Uh, same with my dad. He's always been great at reaching out with other people and helping them. And I wanted to replicate that. And I realized that I could create something that would work for my heroes, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's kind of like, it's a dream and I'm really happy that I could help them out. Yeah. Okay, so tell me more about CareZero, the actual app. I know um, there's some really cool features, um, but let's start with your vision, and um, then let's walk into some of the cool features that you have as part of this app. Yeah, the vision is trying to decrease the stress on, really, there's usually a sole caregiver or the caregiver who really manages um, all the other, whether it be all communicating with other caregivers and family members and ensuring that, uh, their loved one can go to the doctors on time. Usually that falls on one person. And for our family, it was my mom. And we didn't, and you know, it takes a village really mm-hmm. is where our main um, use with cares there is that you take what's usually an independent issue, what falls on one person, and you expand it to include family members and all caregivers. So the burden rests on more people. So you decrease stress and can provide better care for your loved one. So that was the vision. But um, as far as specific features that really made a difference um, is that it's broken down into four main categories uh, as far as entries on CARES Air. First, you add um, heads-ups are important information you want everyone to know. And the great feature is that after you add an entry on CARES Air, uh, everyone gets notified, either by email or by their phone. So everyone stays up to date by the minute. Mm-hmm. And then there's journal entries where you can uh, write about how your visit went with your loved one and you can log their mood. So you can keep track of different information as time passes. And we also have calendar events, you know, just so you can get notified if there's a doctor's appointment. And then finally, there are tasks. So tasks might be, you know, make the bed, um, take her medicine. Uh, So events that you have on a recurring basis that you can check off and everyone will be notified about how it was uh, completed. That's awesome. So you have a team of people who are on this team. So when you say they all get notified, once you sign everybody up to this team, then whatever you're doing on the app, whatever one person is doing and entering um, goes out to the other team so that they know it. Is that right? That's exact. That's exactly what it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's super cool. I didn't know, if, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm actually an audiologist. So I um, see patients and I have tons of people that come in and they are family caregivers, you know, and I see your vision where that's why you're not working with um, different uh, organizations yet, but it's really these unpaid family caregivers. And I see them all the time. So I'm just sitting here thinking that is so cool because it's literally carrying around like a little, um, you know, we're all electronic medical records, but it's literally carrying around their patient chart 
with them, you know, and if yeah. they come in to see like me, the audiologist, they're like, you can write a journal of what the audiologist said to do with their hearing aid or whatever it is, you know, and everybody will, um, it'll go out to that. So, okay. So I'm seriously going to use this with my patients and the people that come in with their, um, with their moms or their dads, I'm going to tell them all about this cares their app. This is really, really cool. I love it because it really is something that I see all the time in my profession as well. That's wonderful. I'm really happy to hear, you know, you know, it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I'll have to tell you how it goes, but I, I definitely see it working for a lot of my patients and some of their caregivers that, that come in. It seems so, so easy. Um, you know, it, it's five years later, right? It's five years later than when you first started. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that kind of happened between the five years. Are you still seeing some ongoing needs and additions that you are going to be adding down the line to your app? Are you getting feedback from people? Do you see, you know, future updates? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially for the first few years, it was more um, talking about changes you can make and features. And then we kind of realized that after you get the core features about, you know, keeping everyone on the same page, it's just about making an app that's as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, because at least for my, for our caregiving situation, we had caregivers who were, were of course, more on the younger side um, and family members who were young, and they're, you know, for us, for teens or whatever. But you also had caregivers who are in their 70s who mm -hmm. might never have used a phone or an iPhone, I mean, one iPhone, you know, this touchscreen technology. So after, definitely after a few visits, um, with them and getting uh, effective feedback. It was just about making an app that's as simple as possible. Yeah. And yeah, and as time passed on, um, we worked more on marketing. And actually mm -hmm. last December, it was kind of um, crazy for us. It kind of went viral on one of the social media sites. And our, we ended up getting thousands and thousands of thousands of users kind of over a week. Wow. But the one thing is that we... Uh, we kind of overloaded our system. So it was kind of, you know, like, which is awesome that, you know, we know we're filling a need, but mm -hmm. uh, it really, <laughs> um, but so happens we realized, okay, so we have a good product. There's, there are things that we can focus on in the future. But right now it's just make it so people can use the product. Mm -hmm. so we can go from, you know, whether it be hundreds of families or slow thousands to what we are getting for high, you know, tens of thousands of people and eventually have millions of caregivers. So that's what we're working on now, just making sure that we can, uh, you know, cover all the caregivers that we want to help. Yeah. And I do love your, um, the way that you're able to focus and say, look, we have to make this as simple as possible because the, the fact of the matter is, yes, they could be younger people that are taking care of, um, people that have dementia or Alzheimer's. I mean, that's where it started, but you do have their partners, their spouses that, you know, and, and again, going back to my field and what I do for my day job I do see people that come in and I am surprised at their, you know, they're 70 years old, they're 80 years old and they pull out their iPhone and they know exactly how everything works. So, you know, you can't yeah. discount that they do know how it works. What's yeah. really cool that I've seen, you know, a couple of things and I have, a, I have like tons of questions now, but I um, have even our hearing aid apps. There's a simplified version and there's an advanced version and you can click it on and off if you need to. So what's super cool That's is awesome. if you have the 
70, 80 year old spouse, maybe they only want the simple, the simple version, right? The simplified version. But if you have more of a caretaker, you know, in their, I don't know, forties or fifties, or even younger than that, that want more of the advanced um, parts of it, that would be kind of cool to be able as a team member, some people might have, you know, more of the advanced parts so that they can look at it. You know, I've also seen some of my patients come in that have their medications listed. And I don't know if your app has that too. Cause that's kind of cool to keep the medications listed and uh, the dosages because yeah. that's what I start yeah. off with. And so for them yeah. to have that right there to give to a caregiver, that would be kind of really cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the, that's definitely one of the features that you can do. And regarding the simplified app, um, I think for a lot of caregivers, especially it's also like they work so hard already. Like yeah. I think the, I remember I was reading a survey that said the average caregiver spends 24 hours a week. Uh, just caring for their loved one and managing care. So if you like, if we're adding an app to the mix, we don't want to make things. We don't want to make things overcomplicated. Right. We don't, especially when there's really not much time to actually learn the technology. So especially mm -hmm. starting with a simple product, and then as time goes on, you know, enabling and uh, those more complicated stuff that can help your team even more. Uh, it's it's important. Yeah. And let's talk about how that it's a free app that you can download as well. Yeah. So, and is it also for um, Apple devices and Android as well? Yeah, it's for both. Okay. Um, it's awesome. free. Yeah. We're, um, it's good. It's great that we can provide a service for free to uh, caregivers, to family caregivers. And the idea as we go on is, you know, we get sponsors. And then after we really extend to um, assist living facilities and professional caregivers, that's when we can start um, you know, getting money in to help supplement uh, and keep the app going. Yeah, okay, so again, going back to your 15, year olds, 15 years old when you started this, you're 20 years old right now. Where yeah. are you right now? I mean, obviously this, this changed your trajectory of probably you know, walking out of high school, um, <laughs> but what, how do you think it shaped your, your education and even maybe a career? Like, what are you doing now? Yeah, well, um, I think in high school, it kind of gave me, as far as my rebellion, more of my rebellion stage, to be like, oh man, school doesn't, you know, it's kind of like school isn't as, as helpful to me. But um, I kind of turned to the app and I was like, I'm really learning a lot from this. So I think mm -hmm. I'm going to spend more time on the app than I am studying for my math, next math test. Uh, so I ended up prioritizing the yeah. <laughs> To my parents, and my parents not have, might not. That's when they might not have been as uh, supportive. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but uh, so I, you know, I kept working on the app then, and I realized, you know what, I can go to college later, or I can first, I can take community college classes, really uh, on the side, you know, night classes, and I can spend a majority of my time working on the app and kind of do something that I know is going to help people uh, mm -hmm. immediately, and it's been. It's been awesome. So yeah, for community college classes, I've taken um, like accounting classes, business classes, uh, just so I can understand really the fundamentals. And it's been nothing but extraordinary. Yeah. Uh, I've learned so much, especially because, or because for um, in night classes, you don't have a bunch of like uh, adults who are like 18 years old. Uh, you have like real, you have real adults, you know, like, uh, they're non-traditional students. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're not traditional students. So, you know, yes. so they're like 40 or 50. Um, and it's just, they provide so much more, uh, perspective 
uh, than a bunch of, you know, high school kids going to the same college. So it's been awesome. I've really gained um, perspective on, you know, on how other people, uh, you know, work day to day and how hard people really work. And it really gave same perspective to see how hard caregivers work. So I know that I'm helping, you know, I'm helping real people, which is awesome. Yeah. Do you have any, you know, in the course of the five years as well, do you have any projects or stories that you might have experienced that may have touched your heart and is the reason why you continue to work so hard on this, on this app? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, there are a few greater feelings than getting, you know, getting an email, you know, titled like, thank you or something, you know, and by caregiver who kind of pours their heart out about how hard the process has been for them. And I can, geez. Um, and knowing that you can help them or that you have helped them in the past. Uh, and it really, I think it really keeps you going knowing yeah. that, you know, you're making people happy. And a big part of what we're doing is not managing your loved one, but being able to, you know, care for them and be with them. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think caregiving turns into a chore. Yeah. Uh, especially with their, maybe with it their It can be, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so. Yeah. Like and I think that it's it's a great bridge. I see it as like a bridge, like you're bridging the gap because you are using technology, you are giving peace of mind to the <clears throat> to the people that are giving the care. But then also, you know, if the if the person that is getting the care as well could comprehend, I mean, people that have dementia, you know, might not necessarily understand what's going on around them, right? But yeah. it's really bridging that gap and giving people that peace of mind that, you know, there is some sort of tool that keeps us sane and that we're not just spinning yeah. around in circles and running with our, like our, our like chickens without our heads on, but we can all come back to this one thing, this app, and be able to still take care of that one person, which basically was your vision. You know, it, it didn't start with technology. You said it started with your grandmother and you start, it started with the, the fact that you knew that this was the way that possibly you could help out doing what you did while your family members did some of the other actual hands-on care, um, being that young at 15 years old though, you know? So it's really cool. I really do see this bridging of the gap of being able to um, get people together, but then also giving everybody on that team that maybe is yeah. using the app more peace of mind that this is getting done right. And we're not screwing this up at all because, you know, not being paid for something and having a volunteer position of, um, you know, taking care of a family member, it is, a, it, it could easily be a burden or a chore, like you said, but at the same time, yeah. if you're raised in a family that that's what you did, that's what you do. Like there is no other choice, right? right. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, so for people who are like listening and, and tuning in, you know, watching this, if we're going to do kind of a video podcast as well, um, how can they get involved, spread the word? You know, um, I know that you have a donation link on your page, on your website. Um, now, can anybody donate? Do you look for certain sponsors? You know, talk me through any type of, you know, financial um, type of giving that people can give if they believe in your app and your cause or spreading the word, you know, whatever it is, time, energy, or even um, financially. Yeah, well, we're definitely always on the hunt for, um, for sponsors. Uh, we offer, you know, if, you're, if you sponsor our app every single time someone logs in, uh, they'll see a thank you for sponsoring us. Uh, so we're definitely always on looking for financial support from sponsors, and that'd be great. Although, I think a great way to help 
a major part of our app is, you know, connecting people and mm -hmm. how, you know, right. It takes a village and the greatest way, you know, to, you know, be fulfilled and to live a great life is through other people and connecting with others. So I think if, if you know caregivers, if you have any, um, you know, reaching out to, to them, uh, volunteering to make dinner. Actually, earlier today, my brother and I visited my grandmother, who's in an assisted living facility. And while we were driving down there, we saw probably dozens of Lexington Goes Purple for the Alzheimer's uh, Awareness Month. And, you know, and it's a small thing, but it's like seeing all those boards on everyone's um, yard. Just, it feels mm -hmm. good knowing that people have your back. Yeah. And you said, you know, this connection to others. So I have another question. Does your app have a certain area for caregivers to reach out to other caregivers going through the same thing, you know, um, kind of the back end. So it's not like they're part of a team of, you know, focused on one person, but let's say I might need some support of, okay, I'm so frustrated at this point or you know, that type of thing. Is there a kind of a back end connection that way from caregivers to caregivers? That no, that's a great idea. Um, right now it is for after you kind of for more solidified year after you're starting to make a team um, for the family caregiver to add in people, but not for separate caregivers um, supporting one another. I think that's a great idea. And yeah. we've explored um, for our site, you know, having maybe a, whether it be a caregiver forum mm -hmm. for support for yes. those types of ideas. But um, I think that's a very real place that we could progress the app. Yeah. And if you don't, do you have a Facebook group yet? Because you could always start it there. So it doesn't even have to go through the app, but it could go through a Facebook group for the caregivers um, that subscribe or that, that use the app, um, that they can have that forum there um, or on your website. But it would be something that would be kind of open and they could post there and get a lot of different information or ideas even, you know? That's a great idea. No, I think that's, that's a great idea. We do have a Facebook page and we mm -hmm. try to put make articles that help, you know, that are empowering to the caregivers and yeah. can improve their day-to-day -day lives. But um, I think even, even partnering with an existing uh, caregiver group and then getting the word out that there is other support uh, on online groups. Actually, our, our most uh, popular blog article on our site is uh, support groups for caregivers, online support ah. groups for caregivers. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's, um, that really makes sense as the next, next place to go. Yeah. So guess what? You're going to get off the show and go, okay, I've got this to do and this to do. Exactly. And <laughs> I this stuff down. Yeah. No, but That's I mean, great. there's always, whatever you, you start, there's always going to be some other ideas and some other things that you can, you know, jump on board and see what other people are doing. And it's really cool, you know, to see um, some of the ideas that can cross over from maybe a different industry into what you're doing with your particular business and, and with this app. So um, it's just a few things that, you know, you start to pay attention to, but I think one of the biggest things for you that I'm hearing and seeing is um, this desire to keep people connected. And I love that. And I picked up on that only because that is what I believe as well. I believe that, you know, with this, um, uh, with this, hold on here. Can you still hear me? Okay? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Only for like a couple of seconds it went out, but otherwise I can hear you. Hold on. I had a bunch of things pop up on my um, computer, and then all of a sudden, I can't hear you. Let's see. I wonder. Let's take. Let me take my earpods out. 
Yeah. Let me. All right. So, Chris, if you're watching this, we're going to have to cut this part out. Let me see, Logan. Hold on one second. I'm going to try stick my AirPods in. Something just, like, flashed on my screen, and all of a sudden, I couldn't hear you. So let me put that away. I can get my, um, I can get my computer my... charger quickly right now. This is in a low percent. Still can't hear you. Oh, you're coming back. Okay. Test, test, test. Hmm. Back, I'm back. Okay, hold on one second. I think I have to disconnect. Yeah. Too many things going on on my computer. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. You can? Oh. Wait, I can barely hear you. I wonder if it's this. Oh, talk to me now again. Okay. <sighs> Are okay. we good? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. So we'll cut all that out. Okay. So um, I don't even know what I was talking about. I was so stressed out about like not having my video and my audio going. Okay. So yeah, we were just kind of talking about, you know, your assignments and everything, I, I think after that. So, um, well, is there anything else yeah, that you want sure. to, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to cover that we haven't talked about with the Cares There app and what you're doing? No, I think you really um, hit the nail on the head about how the central theme is connecting other people and connecting, yeah, really just connecting people to one another uh, because it takes more than one person to, mm -hmm. you know, to help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I always ask my guests this last question and I'd love to hear from your perspective, but what's one piece of advice that you can share with our listeners or people that are tuning in on just getting yourself out there to make the world a better place? Well, I think, uh, as far as getting yourself out there, I think that's what made the biggest difference for the app. Um, reaching out, just reaching out to someone whether it be reaching out to someone who you think might need some help or reaching out to someone who could enable you to help more people down the line. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a big step in the right direction. And it doesn't have to be a big jump. Um, like, a, you know, trying to make a big difference among, you know, the state or the country. It can really just be, if you help one person, uh, that really makes, it makes a much bigger difference than you can, than you might think. Yeah, I totally agree, like a thousand percent. I think that anything that you do in life, if you just focus on that one person that you're trying to reach, you know, whether it impacts like exactly like what you said, whether it's a state, whether it's the world, you know, you were focused on that one person. I think that yeah. really shows the heart of why you're doing what you're doing versus really trying to be, you know, looking ahead and trying to say, no, I'm going to be doing all of this, you know, and, and yeah. that could be great. But I do believe the real true things that come out that um, have the biggest impact are, are because you do focus on just, if you could only reach one person and that's all you could, that's all you did, you'd still be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for introducing me to the Cares There app. I'm super excited to watch your journey and then also to share this with my patients, my colleagues, you know, anybody else that um, now that I know about it, I'm able to talk a lot more about it. And I'm hoping that everybody else that's listening can now 
push it out as well because I think it's really kind of cool and I know that you've worked really hard on that. So thank you so much for giving me your time and, and introducing me to this. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I had a great time and I, I can't wait to see where we go from here. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in to Connecting a Better World, and thank you, NOCO FM, for supporting this show. If you haven't heard, NOCO FM is dedicated to bringing diverse voices and spotlighting a unique culture to Fort Collins and beyond. For more information, please visit www.noco.fm. If you connected to something in this episode, we would love to hear from you. Our contact info will be listed in the show notes, as well as you can reach us on our social media channels. Please feel free to share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. For more shows, please tune in to noco.fm online. This has been a production of NOCO FM. 